does inner freedom look and feel like? You've invited friends over for a lovely summer gathering and the neighbor's dog barks throughout your entire outdoor dinner party. You've waited all year for your week's vacation at your favorite beach and the weather forecast calls for rain the entire time. And after you've dedicated 10 loyal years, your company informs you that they're eliminating your position. Yes, this is life, filled with lots of unpredictability. The question is not how does one avoid these adversities, but how to be with them with as much equanimity as possible. Welcome, I'm Izzy, and today let's explore the first and most important tool and how to walk through the fire as opposed to around it. My friends, the answer is mindfulness. Mindfulness simply means present moment awareness. If you were to ask the Buddha what it means to practice mindfulness, he would probably say, that's easy. When you sit, you sit. When you're washing the dishes, you're just simply washing the dishes. It doesn't mean driving the car, listening to the radio, talking on the phone, eating your breakfast, and putting your makeup on all at the same time. That is not mindfulness. Now, I love the words of Latsu, a Chinese philosopher who lived over 2,000 years ago, who said, if you struggle with depression, that's because you're always in the past. And if you struggle with anxiety, you're probably always in the future. Peace happens when? In the moment of now. Now, my favorite story shared by many teachers around the power of mindfulness goes like this. There's a man we'll call Brian. He has served a couple of tours of duty in the Middle East. Brian is home on leave, and today he's at the grocery store, one of the many tasks on his to-do list. With a cart full of groceries, he heads for the checkout so that he can get onto his next thing on his list. As he waits in line, he notices a woman standing in front of him and with a baby sitting in her cart and only one item in her basket. And as he glances over to the left, he notices the checkout 12 items or less aisle. Immediately, he wonders why she's not in that lane. He has so much to do today, and if she was just out of his way, he could start placing the items on the belt. Triggered, he thinks. Yep, that's what's wrong with the world. People just don't follow the rules today. If more people would operate like us Marines, the world would have much more order. Yes, that's what's needed. More compliance. Rule followers. In the meantime, the woman steps up to the cashier, and they begin to talk. And then the cashier begins to engage with the baby. And then the woman takes the baby out of the carriage and hands it over to the cashier. Yes, you can now imagine Brian. He's beside himself, enraged that this cashier is wasting his time. He rolls his eyes to the customers in line, all the while planning to let the cashier have a piece of his mind. In the meantime, the cashier hands the baby back to the woman and the one item that she purchased and off they go. Brian then sneeringly says to the cashier, that must have been some baby. And she responds by saying, oh, that wasn't just some baby. You see, that was my son. My husband died in Afghanistan eight months ago, and my mother has offered to take 
care of our son so that I can work full time. And every afternoon, she brings him in so that we can see each other for just a few moments. Viktor Frankl, author and Holocaust survivor, teaches us that between the stimulus and response, there is a space. And then that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. You see, Brian shows us a perfect example of what it looks and feels like to live from a place of reaction, which is a perfect path to living in a prison, a prison of our mind. Imagine that freedom begins with learning to find that gap so that we can respond versus react. So here's a question. What part of your life would be impacted if you practice reacting less? Perhaps it could improve your relationships, your work environment. Maybe your health would improve and happiness. Mindfulness and meditation are the path, the most powerful tool to create that space or gap in order to help slow the mind and live more consciously. Luckily, today there are many resources available to practice meditation. Websites, apps, meditation groups, and programs. The most important message I could offer today is to know that meditation does not have to be complicated. In fact, studies have shown that just 10 minutes a day can positively change our capacity to respond versus react. And if I can help you personally find more inner freedom in your life, please feel free to reach out or visit my website to explore a program that speaks to you. Love and light, my friends.